Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Show will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man. I, I, I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I, I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud. Not complaining, but hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you. That I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you, you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be If you turn around and go back, you'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. It get tough for them, it get hard for them, and then they let doubt set in 
And then those doubts become facts. And the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions where in college I wasn't giving my best. Now I flunked out. Now, it's easy to look at my life now and go, yeah, but look at you now. But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing, you never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a, as a failure. Now you go settle on into life and just see what see what hand you get. Had When I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a, as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of, of uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure. When I became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story Filled with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And and please know that this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today? Couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness 
to forgive you and God's understanding of why we do what we do because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that it's due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, he has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you, and he has it in abundance for you, and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful, but if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't going to lie to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention. This right now is the beginning of the week. This is the beginning of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are live. We're going to be entertaining today. We're going to be enlightening today, and we're going to be empowering today. And Shirley Strawberry is going to tell us how she feels not watching TV. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry. I feel liberated, Steve. I feel like a giant weight has been lifted off me. I feel lighter. I feel beautiful. Because of what, Shirley? Good morning. Because of what? Because for the last few years, we've been just gravitating toward the TV to find out what's going on in the world, in the country. And last Wednesday, shut all that down. This is a new beginning right now. So, you know, I don't have, I'm not like desperate to turn on the TV. What did I miss? What did I miss? I mean, of course you have to find out what's going on because that's our job. But you don't have to, you're not like frantic to see it or like desperate or feeling like, you know, you missed something, you know? Yeah. (sighs) But it was like, I mean, it's been like, what did this fool say now? Today, and you know, I'll tell you something. Well, anyway, let me introduce everybody first. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. What up, Steve Harvey? What's going on with you, man? He's here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. <laughs> not necessary. <laughs> Jay's here. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. that. Surprise. Uh, pop team. Jay is here. So, you right know what, Shirley? Carla's it is. 
it 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 is been really interesting because this guy Donald Trump was so intrusive and he dominated the news mm-hmm. he dominated social media with his Twitter account mm-hmm. and it's been refreshing that we haven't had to hear any ignorant tweets from the White House. Yes. And we don't have to go, wow, what the hell did he do now? Right. Yes. Yeah. It, I, mean, I mean, man, it was just. It, it is. It's, so, it's such a relief. It's it such is. a relief, you know, of all that negative energy and pent up anxiety and, yeah. you know, all of those frustrations that we were feeling. We've been feeling I mean, this right. for going on a, over a year now, you yeah. know? I mean, because we really, in the last year, that's when we really, as the show, pushed to for voting, you know, and, and registration and all of that. Yeah. Because we really wanted to get him out. But, you know, now you can really exhale. Right. You yeah, know, you can watch other shows now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I you watched the show this weekend, Shirley, about a man getting dropped off in the jungle called Survivor uh, Man. I don't know why I was watching I'm never going to the jungle. I'm <laughs> never. <laughs> Why do I need these tips? Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. The hey, Julie, like they have not a, a skill set you need to be aware of. <laughs> or develop. Man, let me watch this show just in case. <laughs> but if they had a mall in that jungle, I'd yeah. be there. Let you me know, tell you. you know let man. me tell you. It's your friend, well, though. You can find something else now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, you can watch other things on TV. All right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO will be in the building. He's it coming right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now, guys, for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Steve Harvey is in the building. Are you ready, sir? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, ready. I thought you were getting ready to say that. Okay. Davis in Mesquite, Texas says, I'm 39 and I just broke up with a woman I dated for six years. We talked about marriage a lot, but she wasn't willing to grow up and stop drinking and hanging out so much. In the past, it was fun and I did it too, but it got old and I settled down and got a great job. She had three jobs in the past three years because if it interferes with partying or a girl's trip, she quits. <laughs> I love her. I love her and I want to be with her, but she let me go very easily. Does that mean she doesn't really love me at all? Should I go on with my life, CLO? Let's go over this. You said, so you let her go. Then you turned around and said she let you go too easily. So, okay, so you was going to say, if you don't straighten up, I'm leaving. And then she went, leave. <laughs> now you tripping. Y'all not compatible. Better to find out now than later. Yeah. And so now she told you how she going to be. I'm doing, I'm partying and girl tripping. The job said I can't go on the girl trip. I quit. Quit. <laughs> girl trip. I love her. <laughs> yeah. That ain't a wow. good uh I'm just telling you, man, that just yeah. ain't a good that ain't that ain't yeah. good business, man. I, I think it's good riddance, man. Yeah, I know right. you probably love him, but you know. He did the right thing. Probably get over right. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ron in Newark, New Jersey, as we move on, says my wife and I lived with her parents because we had a small fire in our house. My wife's parents are both hard of hearing and love watching TV. Their bedroom is directly below ours, so all night we hear them yelling to talk to each other over the TV that is blaring loudly. 
I suggested to my father-in-law that they get hearing tests. He got very mad and put me out, <laughs> but my <laughs> wife stayed. I'm at my brother's house now, and I'm mad that my wife didn't stand up for me. Was she wrong for taking his side? <laughs> wow. This his house. Bro, what? <laughs> didn't your father tell you you can't tell a man what to do in his house? Uh-uh. These old school cats, man. You telling him he can't talk loud in his house. You staying in his house because your little ragged ass house caught on fire. <laughs> now you staying at his house. Now you mad because you don't want to stay and told him he got to tone it down in his damn house and go get a hearing aid. He said, man, you can get the hell out of my house. Your wife ain't going to stay at your brother's house. And so now you want her to do what? Make her father let you stay in his house. That's unthinkable, man. Come on, man. Get serious, bro. You can't dump that on your girl. You shouldn't have said nothing to this man in his own house. No. I don't even know how you thought that was finna fly, man. He got real that. comfortable. I don't even with see. It, I don't even see how you thought that. You heard that. Yeah, y'all talking too loud down there. We trying to get some sleep. Hold go, up, man. It's my damn house. Go get some hearing tests. <laughs> yeah, he got put out. Hey, what? man, you need to go get some damn fire insurance. How about that? <laughs> right, Steve. Talking about I need some. Some damn here now. You need some fine shoes. <laughs> All right. Sophia in uh, Orange County in Orange, South Carolina says, I'm a 40-year-old 40 single female, and I've been dating online for a while, but I finally met a guy that I clicked with, and we went on a few dates. I live in a small town, so as luck would have it, I ran into the guy at Home Goods. I gave him a quick hug, and his body language was off. A woman was with him and I didn't see her. He told her I was a new coworker and I just went with it. Um, I researched his social media and found out he's married. I think she should know about me. Should I slide into her DMs? Huh. <laughs> you think she should know about you? Why? Mm. <laughs> I think you found out all the information. I think you need to know about her. Now, y'all only went on one date. Is that what she's saying, Shirley? Uh-huh. Well, she's been dating online, but, yeah, they went on a few dates, actually. Okay, they went on a few mm-hmm. dates. Mm-hmm. Now, I think she should know about you. No, I think you should know about her mm-hmm. and go on about your business. Yep. See, yeah. I don't know why people think that it's your job to report. Don't you know you ain't got to do that? Well, you know, they're hurt, so they want to lash out. You hurt know, people, that's people. what that is. Hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, she wants to lash out. Well, she going to know about me. No, 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 she doesn't need to do. Don't go there. Yeah. It, it, but, 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 sister, when she finds out about you, guess what? It changes nothing. Mm-hmm. You, are, you have already decided you're not going to see him no more. Mm-hmm. You've already decided he's a dog. Right. So now guess what? You telling her that. You're not going to see him anymore, and he's still a dog. Right. But the point is, she does want to continue seeing him, and um, she wants to get him back. What? Yeah, she does want to continue seeing him, and she wants to get him back for not telling her he was married. She wants revenge. Mm. Wait a minute. That's Shirley, why she wants What do you mean huh? she wants to continue to see him? She does want to continue. Yeah, she doesn't want to break up with this guy. I mean, I know he's married, but she doesn't want to break up with him. I I don't believe she does, and I believe she also wants to hurt him, you know, and Mm. get revenge. Okay. Well, let me explain something to you. (laughs) 
She's not. Once you single. seek the revenge, you can forget that we gonna see each other. <laughs> I've never seen that work out. I've never ever seen that work out, sister. I, I don't know what movie she, you yeah. watch. That's why she's gonna get the revenge. I ain't never seen that work out. This is uh-huh. very very important. Who has more fake hair? Who has more fake hair? White women, black women, or NFL football players? Explain all three, sir. If you could break that down for me. Wow. First of all, I think think it's white women because it was a surprise to me when my wife showed me how to detect it, and they call Mm. it hot hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it they they've been doing it for years. I gotcha. found out long before Weaves got famous. Okay, and so you, NFL uh, players, go ahead. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> church complaints coming up next. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour. Well, we lost two legends, and I mean legends, over the weekend. The home run king, Hank Aaron, and of course, the media icon, Larry King. Uh, We'll talk about those uh, in a little bit. Plus, we'll tell you why Kim Kardashian hasn't spoken about her divorce from Kanye. But, um, what's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had money on that. Man, I need to collect. You bet on that? Do you bet on that? No, that it wouldn't last. You lost some money. (laughs) They have four kids. Uh, We'll talk about it. But uh, right now, it's time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with church complaints. um, Excuse me. We uh, on this Monday morning, gal. Yeah. Oh, oh, spendaciously to refigurate and inoculate. Uh, the situations at this church. Yeah. What is going down in the hypothesis of the, the imagination of the congregation. We are here with church complaints and Deacon Def Jam, let us begin. All right. Uh, <laughs> Pastor, we have... Uh, <laughs> It says that uh, mm, we need to have a Zoom consultation on how to operate your Zoom during service. Now, here's the problem. Uh, Brother Quincy Davis uh, didn't have his computer on mute. He did not have it on mute. And shouted out, uh, he would have Sister Brashenda hollering for glory. If he uh, ever get the chance, and yes, the entire congregation heard that, and now he is embarrassed by what he has said. I want you to have a discussion with him, but he did say uh, he would have her hollering for glory, you know. Mm. Inch on Zoom in we church. Are... <laughs> it, it was Zoom, and it wasn't we... doing church, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still going on. Uh, can we all agree that there will be a time limit on each one of these complaints? Because I can't keep up with a response if a complaint just is a carry-on of information. Yeah. I done forgot their names. Everything. Okay, well, I want to say something for you, Deacon, but 
I have no idea what the complaint is. Anymore. All right, well, here it is. Bro- Listen to me closely now. <laughs> Brother Quincy Davis did not have his computer on mute, and he shouted out uh, he would have Sister Bashinda hollering uh, Earlier glory. you said something about we need a lesson on how to conduct Zooms. Now, you're trying to leave that out to get to now, the expeditiousness of what you're saying. Well, here it is again. We need to have a Zoom consultation on how to operate your Zoom during service. You are right about that. What we and then need I... is the next complaint. Is what we need. <laughs> but wow. you never, you never answered this complaint, Pat. Because I never understood it, Deacon. It's what I'm trying to get to. Just move on, Deacon, please. Can we please move on to the next complaint? Please. Uh, All right. The children. Let me get the, you know, let me just continue. The children's church has their own Zoom service as well, okay? But. Here uh, we go with another Zoom complaint. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But that's the kind of church service we're having right now, Pastor. Lord Jesus. (laughs) You do know you haven't seen anybody for a while. You do know that. Everything has been on Zoom. (laughs) Go ahead, Deacon. Why why is it hard for you to understand? Okay. The children's uh, church has their own Zoom service as well. Now, Normally, here's your complaints has a variety to it. They all about Zooms right now. He's judging your complaints, Deacon. Pastor, I don't want to fight I'll with you, but I, but I will if I need to be. <laughs> it's, it's no problem. Go ahead. Obviously, you wrote these complaints late. I guess our next complaint is going to be about Zooming also. But go ahead. Now, the kids are Zooming, and what's wrong? What's wrong with the kids, D? It's hard for them to worship when some of their parents are in the background drinking, crying, and mimosas because the adult service is finished, especially Sister Jasmine who took her uh, house coat off and was walking around in a, in a bra and smoking cool filter king. Now, oh. that's the problem. <laughs> now, seeing as how we didn't cure the last complaint with the Zoom <laughs> about the mute, how do you expect us to mute this, this here? And we ain't fixed the problem in the first complaint. That mute and the people back there drinking and stuff got something to do with the mute, and we didn't fix it in the first complaint. Amen, Pastor. Good answer, Pastor. Amen. Come on. Come on now, church. Support me now. Come on with the next class, Deacon. No, it wasn't a good answer. It wasn't a good-ass complaint either. Let me continue. All my answers... Uh, all my answers sound the same because the complaints sound the same. Go ahead. The complaints are they are not the same complaint. You know what? I'm not gonna do that. Uh, it was a zoom. One of the church members has come up with a way to turn the communion wafers into breath mints. Would you be interested in investing? That that's the next thing. Very much so. How much do they need for that? Because it's not a Zoom question. 
It's not a Zoom question. But anyway, it's going to cost us about $2,000 if you want to make it. But we're subject to make about eight to 10000 So that's on you. Yeah. Well, what is they going to turn the wafers into, Deacon? Oh, man. I said we was going to turn them into mints. If you were listening, do you understand? How... How what how are we gonna turn them into mints? Is the question. Are we just gonna buy mints and stop passing out wafers, <laughs> or is the wafers gonna be made a different way? That's the question, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't have this information. Amen, Pastor. You asked the right. What I don't mean no. I don't mean no. I don't mean. I, listen, I don't. I don't mean no harm. What I'm finna say, but Pastor. You done got on my damn nerve. <laughs> I'm just saying, you done got on my damn nerve. Wait a minute, Today. is this a TikTok? Well, ain't that about this? it? Oh, man. Oh, man. If you want money for an investment, you're going to come up with a business plan to purchase I don't like how you're talking to, to me. I don't, I don't, gonna you're going to respect me when we doing these announcements. Well, David, we're not changing the wafers in the mints. How about that there? What is this, Shark Tank? Okay, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. <laughs> right after this. He got a problem with Zoom and that. that I... <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, on Friday, Henry Lewis Hank Aaron passed away. He passed away peacefully in his sleep. He was 86 years old. Uh, The uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Famer was known as Hammerin' Hank because of his 755 career home runs. Former President Barack Obama said about Hank Aaron, he never missed an opportunity to lead and described him as an unassuming man who set a towering example. Right up to his final days, Hank Aaron was making a difference. Just two weeks before his death, he joined civil rights leaders in Atlanta to receive the COVID-19 vaccine to spread the word to the black community that the vaccinations are safe. Rest in peace. Hank Hank Can I say something about Mr. Hank Aaron? Yeah. I lived in Atlanta. The baseball stadium that they built in Atlanta that's called the Ted Turner Stadium, it hmm. should be, and it should have been from day one, called the Hank Aaron Baseball Stadium. Hank Aaron put Atlanta on the map with what he did for baseball. And there should hmm. be a stadium in Atlanta named after Hank Aaron. I don't remember Ted Turner hitting a damn ball at all. Not at all. Not one. Okay, you put up your money, it's your money. But that stadium should be named after Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Jay, don't worry about Ted. Tell Stacey Abrams what you need. (laughs) You'll have this tomorrow morning. You ain't got to worry about this here. All you got to do is tell Stacey Abrams, look, I need this in the next week. You're going to have this stadium in one week. I promise. That's what she do. She do that. You're right. Mm-hmm. There's a That's small true. statue. Do that. Gonna have he should to have a stadium. Ted, Ted Turner's family, mm-hmm. the family name would have to uh, get involved with that change. Mm. I think. Yeah. Why we got to agree with? I'm, why I'm why sure we got to get with them? Decision. Why? 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 Why we can't because just do it on our own? We got to go get their permission. Because, That's what you're saying. Because it was their money. <sighs> okay. All right, and. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, but again, rest in peace, 
Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank. Yeah. yeah. And then we lost Larry King. I mean, yeah. the host of Larry King Live on CNN for over 25 years passed away on Saturday at Cedar Sinai, Cedar Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles. He was 87. Uh, the cause of his death hasn't been released, but back on January 4th, a spokesperson for King released that King was hospitalized with COVID-19 and had received supplemental oxygen. King's iconic interviews with presidents, celebrities, athletes, movie stars, and everyday people spanned over 25 years until his retirement in My 2010. Hero. My hero. I love Larry yeah. King. Yeah. Married eight times. Eight times. Eight times he was married. Thank that's you. Right. Huh? Sometimes <laughs> it don't work out. That's how you roll, what? Jay. Now that's, that's how, now how, that's how you, you get married. That's how, eight <laughs> times. Yeah. Eight. Mm. Halfway there, Jay. <laughs> Jay, how many uh, more you you got to go? Yes. <laughs> but but two more. He's closer than y'all listen. think. I can but tell you that. More. I ain't gonna say nothing. But he well, way two closer thirds, than y'all think. Two thirds hey. of the way. Uh, oh, he way closer than y'all think. Hey, hey, uh, can we? Can, we, just, throw, uh, can we throw? Can we throw? Can we throw Jay a bachelor party? Even he didn't have, even though he didn't have like man, yeah, four of them already. Waste of money. This <laughs> <laughs> is a waste he, of money. In case you guys uh, haven't heard, yeah, Kim Kardashian. The problem is, with throwing him a bachelor party is he's a bachelor the whole time he married. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, Steve. Time for headlines with the uh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much and good morning. Well, the first president ever impeached twice is about to be tried twice, but has given him a little bit of leeway now. The newly minted Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer says the official article of impeachment is going to be presented to the Senate later today. However, Schumer has agreed to delay the trial so that both sides can prepare and so that senators can concentrate on his cabinet nominations and his COVID relief package. Make no mistake. A trial will be held in the United States Senate, and there will be a vote on whether to convict the president. Ex-President Trump's trial is scheduled to begin the week of February 8th. By the way, the number of Americans with confirmed coronavirus infections is now over 25 million. The number was 24 million only a week ago. And get this, I don't bet you heard about this, but with the coronavirus vaccine running out, in certain places, health officials say that a brand new type of tourism has emerged. They're calling it vaccine tourism. Officials in Florida, for instance, say people from other countries or other states are flying in uh, to the, shun- the Sunshine State to get inoculated because they have the, vi- the uh, vaccine. So now new guidelines have been issued which mandate that COVID vaccinations only be given to full or part-time Florida residents. And they got to prove it by producing a driver's license or a rental lease or something, utility bill, something like that. The Senate's confirmed the president's pick for Secretary of Defense. The yeas are 93, the nays are 2, and the nomination is confirmed. Retired General Lloyd Austin, extremely well-liked and highly regarded, becomes the first black American in U.S. history to head up the Pentagon. In Texas, a federal judge is allowing the family of 26-year-old Botham Jean to file a civil rights lawsuit against the city of Dallas and against Amber Geiger, that now ex-cop who shot him to death as he sat in his own apartment watching TV and eating ice cream. The judge dismissed an earlier ruling which prohibited the 26-year-old accountant's family from suing. But again, a federal judge is allowing his family to file a civil rights lawsuit. 
And yes, it was a very sad weekend in the world of entertainment. First of all, we lost character actor Gregory Sierra. He was 83 years old. He starred in Barney Miller, a lot of TV shows. He's also, if you watch Miami Vice like I did, he was the first chief of detectives before uh, Edward James almost. Legendary TV talk show Larry King was 87. He had been hospitalized recently for COVID-19, but he had a whole host of health problems, including uh, a lot of heart problems. And yes, Henry Hank Aaron, who despite racist death threats, made history on April 8, 1974, when he broke Babe Ruth's home record. He's died also. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. That was April 8th, 1974. Hank Aaron was 86. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's that time again. Please introduce your good, good friend, Jay Anthony Brown. Let's look into his mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. the dark, demented, and troubled mind. Really? Troubled. Brilliant. Of a bitter... Brilliant. Broken up, <laughs> love starved man. Love starved. Brilliant. Yeah. Here we go. There's a new game out. I don't even know the name of it, but it has to do with being black or winning a black card. Have you heard about this, Shirley? It's a, yeah, get your black card or something. Anyway, uh-huh. I have some questions that will uh-huh. let you know if you should receive black card. We got points that goes with. It. Here we go. First question: Have you ever eaten rice or gravy, rice and sugar? Butter and rice, give yourself five points. Yeah, well, okay. I'm mm-hmm. that. I did that. I did that. <laughs> Have I you did. ever played the game That's My Car? Done all of them. Have you ever played the game That's My Car and you didn't have a car? Give yeah. yourself oh, three yeah. points. Yes. Yes. Or if yes. you got that in fight, give yourself Don't. five points. Is there anyone white that you'd like to have sex with? Take away two points. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, bad. yeah. Hold on, let me take my two points away. Here we go. All right. Good. Have you ever Good. fixed? Have you ever fixed anything with a knife, fork, or a spoon? Give yourself six points. Put that down. Oh, I'm back up. Yeah, I'm back, back up. up. All right, all right. Here we go. Have you ever put something in front of the oven to dry? Four points. Give yourself Hell four yeah. points for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you ever washed your face with a dishcloth? Give yourself two points for that one right there, all right? I got that. I done done that. That's all my grandma's hand. (laughs) Sorry. All the bath towels was really dish towels, but go ahead. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Have you ever made fun of somebody shouting in church? Give yourself three points, okay? Okay, Went to church for that. Oh, not for the word. <laughs> yeah. Hey, dog. Yeah. My, right my comedy career started as a 10 year old actor. <laughs> have, have you ever had a sandwich inside the wrapper that it came in? Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. Meaning, Whoa, yes, wait yes, a yes. Let me think about that now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Have you ever made a sandwich with just the end pieces of bread? Give yourself four points. That's old, yeah. Okay. Last question. Last question. Have you ever eaten a piece of candy that an old person pulled out of their bra and you <laughs> ate it anyway? If you have not done yeah. anything. I was you, younger yeah. and didn't know well, but I did do that. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't got know well, you, Jay. Though. You understand? Know I didn't know well. I got another one, Jay. If you, you, got you one ever one eaten a sandwich that only contained condiments. <laughs> 
All right. All right. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 34 minutes after. Right after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, incarcerated Tiger King star Joe Exotic is not giving up on being released from prison, and he's pleading for President Joe Biden now to help him after Donald oh, Trump failed to pardon him recently. Biden yeah. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> this is according to TMZ. Joe Exotic was highly upset when Trump overlooked him for a pardon. So Joe Exotic's team reportedly has sent out emails to the Biden administration in hopes that President Biden will grant him a pardon for early prison release. Joe Exotic also expressed his feelings about Trump. He says he always looked up to Trump for being a straight shooter and never backing down. But his opinion of him changed after January 6 riots on the U.S. Capitol. He said his feelings soured for Trump because he hid out in the White House and never acknowledged what was going on during the riots. Hey, can I ask you a question? What Uh is Joe Exotic exactly in prison for exactly? Because, you know, they said he tried to put a hit out on Carol Baskin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, did anybody tell him you don't get pardoned for the stuff like that? Competition. (laughs) You know, (laughs) attempted murder. They don't. They don't really, but you know, man, you the white collar crime, mm-hmm. sold some dope, had a nonviolent gun gun charge, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Or you were uh, incarcerated, unjustly sentenced for mm-hmm. a crime, you know, like 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 the sister that Kim Kardashian helped get out of jail, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, or just Jones. serving a crazy prison time for a charge like mm-hmm. that. That's how you get part. You can't try to kill nobody. Mm. And and get out. That ain't how this works, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I heard Carol Baskin that. was Mm-mm. cool that he didn't get pardoned. She was good with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Biden has a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah, Biden. Uh, Joe Exotic. He's busy right now. He got a pile. Did you see that pile of stuff on his desk? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though, to... Shirley? Uh huh. Joe Exotic is like a lot of reality stars. They really think they bigger than they really are. He mm-hmm. really think he's important. Yeah. See, that hit show, what he felt, what he does not realize is more people did not see Tiger King than did see Tiger yeah. King. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the reality of it, mm-hmm. man. And now all of a sudden he's not a Trump supporter anymore. Mm, interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice Imagine that. Yeah. yeah you, and you can't be mad and want to pardon. You got to let that go. You got to be very happy. You can't be upset and then say pardon. And him being in the position, he he got to get his mind back into prison and how to mm-hmm. cope and all like that. He got, he got things weird. Send about. that limo back, you Steve. Get your mind. Yeah, you know, you got all that eyeliner on and stuff sitting up in yeah. that prison. You got to pay attention to what's really. Yeah. You got to focus on the facts, yeah. man. Yeah. You need to figure out. You got to focus on the facts. Mm-hmm. You got ponytail and eyeliner. You mm-hmm. got to. You got to start concentrating, partner. Yeah. And he yeah. was really. You mad, need I to think. come up with more ways to cook top ramen in your jail cell. That's what yeah. you need to focus and on. And get used to lights yeah. out. And get, and get used bre- to that. <laughs> yeah, grab your breakfast and take the corner seat by the wall. You can yeah. look yeah. at everybody. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you are yeah. not going on Dancing with the you Stars when you get out. No. no, that's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and you need to write that boyfriend you had, the one that had no teeth in his yeah, mouth. Yeah, he got his teeth fixed. Yeah. Where is he at? Yeah. 
He got his yeah. teeth fixed. Yeah, you he said did. He too, got his right? teeth fixed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he did Where's get his teeth fixed. You, you need to pick up skills like braiding hair and make friends. That's what you need to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. braiding hair and making friends. Ain't nothing like a good braider now in the pen. Ain't nothing like mm-hmm. a good braider. Come back by about three thirty, James. <laughs> make appointments in here. <laughs> Listen, if you bought your Mega Millions lottery ticket in the state of Michigan, you might want to check your ticket. One ticket that matched the six numbers for the $1 billion prize was sold in Michigan. The payout for the Friday night drawing was the second largest in Mega Millions history and the third largest in U.S. history. The lump sum cash option for the jackpot was an estimated $739.6 million. So the winner won't really be a billionaire if they cash out, but... Oh, they ain't showed close up enough. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's smart. Uh-uh. You ain't showed I'll up. Tell you That's what. Smart. All right. Prank phone call coming up with the nephew right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject he loves. He loves. Sweet smelling lotions. Wait till you hear this one. We'll get into it in just a little bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Ness? Uber hurts. Oh yeah, it sounds crazy. Let's, yeah, let's let's. Uber hurts. Hurts. Okay. Uber hurts. Let's go. Hurt. Hurt. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Hey Sean, how you doing? This my name is Brian. Um, I got you on schedule. Um, you you ordered an Uber for tomorrow morning. I'm. I think yes, you're. Sir. Yes. Okay. You are you are you scheduled to go to the airport? Correct. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. All right. And I want to make sure you you wanted an SUV. Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay, and that's ninety two West. What is that? Holman. Ninety two Holman Drive. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, 7, p- 7 a.m. pickup, correct? That's it. I got you, you got it. Everything's on point. Okay. All right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You uh, you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's going to be a little crazy. So, um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you, all right? I'd appreciate it. Okay. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different. So that's why I kind of the reason for the call, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I, I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A hearse? Yeah, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning uh, at seven a.m. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I thought so, it's, it's an SUV or a hearse. No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is is I, I have another drop off at the airport as well. You know, there's a. I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll there'll be a body in the back. But that has to. We're trying to get that to the airport too. But um, a, you know, like I said, and, and a, as a matter of fact, it's a actually, body. Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you you f-ing with me, man? No, no, no. I, I, I ain't no, trying to ride no my body. Well, there's a. There, I mean, there'll be a body, but actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know man. Well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherfucker. What, what, what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll be. I, it'll I, be I, a, I ain't ride with no body. Hang on, man. Listen. You wanted an SUV. 
I'm not riding with no body, dude. Are you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll get another Uber or some I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's going to cost you $50. $50? My well, man, you got like, you got like I just downloaded the Uber app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel Uber, the $5. I'm canceling, and that going to be $5. It's not going to be no $50, dude. It's going to be $50, sir. It's different when you have... Look, my man, you can pay me $1,000. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand, you, I understand you now, but do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there with the body, like, in, in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously, you used to drive around with bodies and That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What What's the problem? I mean, you're going to be in the front of the hearse. You're not going to be in the back. We'll put While the body's in the, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? Yo, my man, you tripping, man. This is a crazy You calling the wrong with this crazy bull dude. I'm not doing none of that what, what part of that don't you understand? I, I'm going to get you there on time, sir, but it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. You'll be riding, I'm a- riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me up. What kind of phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's, what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that Since when did Uber start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live motherfuckers to get them from place to place. This is some crazy Great. I want you to think, when when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I do Uber, you know, and I also, you know, work for a mortuary. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but my vehicle is is certified and, and Uber approved it, so I'm able to use it as an SUV as so, well. So you, you call them is and you give a ride to live motherfuckers, and they don't have no reaction, no reaction to riding around with a motherfucking body in the back. Well, you know, uh, sometimes there's people acting a little, you know, a little, it's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you well, like obviously you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a fifty dollar motherfucking charge that I'm not, I'm not going for, and you're trying to get me to ride with a motherfucking dead body, dude. I'm not doing that shit. So I'll tell you what, bro. I'm going to tell you this right here. I'm going to get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at 7 in the morning, me and Tommy going to be there. So be looking for us here. Who's Tommy? The f***ing body? No, no. Me and Tommy going to be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You understand? Just be ready for that. Then you and Tommy going to have a f***ing problem. Okay, okay. All right. Tell that to Tommy, though. Because, see, Tommy don't Tommy don't take this too kindly. So tell it to him in the morning. Who's Tommy? Is he, he f***ing on now? Okay. You don't know who Tommy is? No, I don't. Who the f*** is Tommy? Okay, do you know Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know nephew Tommy? Oh, come on, man. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Oh, that's a f***. Oh, man, that's a f***.
Hey, man, I'll pick you up at 7, all right? Be there. All right. <laughs> man. Get a drum or some. Come on, baby. <laughs> that man. was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Did I do all right? That's all Put I want to know. Did I do all right? Let <laughs> me lay down next to the body. <laughs> <laughs> Regular live blankety blanks. Yeah, you can put your luggage on top of the casket. I mean, there's room back there. Dude, there's room. He's being it's classic, room. baby. That was funny. That's the nephew. Hey, do me a favor. Listen, uh, if you want me to prank somebody, go to thomasmiles.com. Thomasmiles.com. That's me. Okay, great. Okay. And then, um, you know, click on it. Give me all the information. Let's do this. I will do it for you. I am the king and I didn't give myself that title, but supposedly I am the king you are of the prank king calls. Of Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make it happen. You are. <laughs> what you think? What you think, Uncle Steve? I'll go ahead, Steve. You know, that one was, I was surprised he didn't go deeper with it. Like, you know, we charging you $50 and you going to make this ride. That's where he normally goes. So I was I was su- pleasantly surprised with the mm-hmm. level I did it softly, Uncle. I was soft with it. This I, prank yeah. right here. Yeah, scared. you know, you know, it was it was a level change I wasn't used to. He normally snap, crackle, pop. You know, right. You go, we charging the fifty dollars, and yeah. you riding in the hearse. Say, man, you don't ride no damn hearse with nobody. But Tommy, you know, just n- nice level, nice level. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I, I think for, you snap, crackled, and pop. You snap, you. crackled, and pop. That's Come what on, I. There we go, Tommy. Jay. Thank snap, you, crackled, Jay. and pop. Tommy. Yeah. And for those of y'all that need to know, for those of y'all that need to know, the hearse, the hearse has kind of changed now. It's not the normal. It's a little different. I don't know if you've seen it lately, mm-hmm. but the hearse is different. It's not, you know, it ain't the normal look. But it still it has the dead bodies look. in it, though. That's, what, what, the, that's what, the issue. What it's you not the you know, it looks different. The, the limo look different. Everything looks yeah. different. You have to take a look, Junior. Everything is different. Again. Take a look. I ain't about to go die to check out the hearse. But again, I'll say it's a dead body. That's the issue. You'll like the hearse. You ain't never bought a hearse. Well, that's all right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up, my strawberry letter subject. He loves sweet-smelling lotions. He loves sweet-smelling lotions. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, sex, dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, uh, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for you, Jay. And the, you know, when, you, when we are fortunate enough to have you come to work. Two in wow. a row. Two. Ooh, two. two in a row. Buckle up! Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry lamb. All right. Subject. He loves sweet smelling lotions. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met a 42 year old divorced man online a month ago and he was absolutely everything I asked God for. We do Bible study every night. He has a very nice smile and he's self-employed. 
he too said that I was everything he'd asked for in a woman, and he was moving fast with our relationship. By our third week of being together, he wanted me to come over and spend a night with him. We lived 40 minutes apart, and he had been coming to visit me each time, so I decided to visit his home and spend an evening with him. When I walked in, his home smelled like warm vanilla, and it was a nice first impression, but I soon noticed that it looked like his wife still lived there. He hadn't changed a thing in 15 years. There was a his and her sign over the master bed and in the master bedroom. He had uh, scented bath bombs, scented soaps, lotions, and candles everywhere. He had told me that he's been single for 15 years. So I asked him who the lavender, peach, pink, peony, and uh, juniper breeze scented lotions and soaps belong to. He said they're his because he loves to smell good after a hot bath. He said his wife got him hooked on those scents years ago. That night, we got ready for bed, and after he showered, he put on tons of Juniper Breeze body lotion, and we watched a movie. I slept in the guest room that night, but his scent lingered all in the back of the house. I've never dated a man that smells better than me, so I've been distant from him for the past week or so until I figured things out. I need your advice on this. Is this a red flag, or do you think this is something he might be willing to change for me? There you go. There you go. Trying to change a man that you've only you've only known him a month. I mean, you know, slow down with that a bit. Uh, Everything to me, (laughs) it's only been a month, is a red flag. Everything until you get to know this guy. But let's look at your main concerns. What are they? That he hasn't moved on from his wife, you're thinking? That could be. Uh, That maybe the smells are from women that he's seeing now in the present? That could be, too. Or he smells too girly for you and better than you. You have a problem with that. That's one thing. Um, You know, you know about him for sure. And you've only known him for a month. But, you know, I think these... Should be the least of your concerns and worries. Uh, you again. You've only known this guy for a month. I think you know. You said he's moving fast. You're moving fast too. Slow down. Slow this thing down. I'm sure you're going to find a lot more uh, about this man when you get to know him better. Because a month is certainly not enough time. Uh, what you need to do is pay attention and observe. You said you're trying to figure things out. So give it time. Give it time, Steve. Well, he loves sweet-smelling lotions. Uh, that ain't really your problem in this letter. You met this 42-year-old divorced man online, and uh, he's everything you ask God for. That's the key in this letter. He's everything you ask God for. And then she proceeds to describe this man. We do Bible study every night. Who, who do that? Who does Bible study? Preachers don't do Bible study every <laughs> night. What y'all really think y'all gonna be able to keep this up? <laughs> Who does Bible study every night? Bible study at my church was once a week Tuesday. <laughs> then prayer meeting. No. I mean, when, you, when when y'all gonna you you know y'all got y'all ain't got no other activities. I don't, I don't know, lady. This this kind of this different. He has a very nice smile, 
And when is he smiling? Bible study ain't nothing to grin at. When, when do you get to smile? You ever been sitting up in Bible study and just been grinning? Bible study hard, man. You start reading stuff you don't know nothing about. You trying to dither henceforth furthermore, dine on him, all that. It's hard to smile doing that. So I don't know what's going on. He's self-employed. Then he said, you everything he asked God for in a woman. And he was moving fast with the relationship. Third week, wanted you to come on, spend the night. Y'all live 40 minutes apart. He been coming to your house. You decided to go on over there, spend an evening. You walk in, his house smelled like warm vanilla. Now, you scared me right there because I didn't know what you got ready to say. It smelled like <laughs> warm garbage. I was waiting on warm doo-doo. Warm. I didn't know if you warm Warm yeah. puppies. I didn't yeah. know what she was getting she ready to me say. She fooled me too on that one, Steve. Yeah. And it was smelled like warm vanilla. It's a nice. Just soon noticed that it looked like his wife still lives. He hadn't changed a thing in 15 years. Okay, now we starting to get to what's wrong. His and her signs over the master bed and in the master bedroom. He sent it bath bombs, sent it lotions, candles everywhere. He told me. He been single for 15 years, so I asked him who was the lavender peach, pink. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Peony. Pink it's what? It's a flower. Peony. It's a flower. Pretty flower. Cause I was finna say, cause the pink pony is a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, peony. I can tell you right now. Yeah. The, okay, but the pink pony is a strip club. If he had a pole in there, hang on. We'll be hang back. On. I'll tell you what I think. Part two of Steve's response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he loves sweet-smelling lotions. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. He loves sweet-smelling lotions. Yeah, he do. Pretty boy, you met a nice guy, 42. Everything God asked, you asked God for. Uh, my trouble starts at, y'all do Bible study every night. <laughs> Nobody does Bible study every night. Woo, that's hard. Uh, every night, I mean, by the end of the year, you would know what relation Ruth was to Esther. You would know so much if you do it every night. Which is a good uh, thing. Y'all would get yeah. on my nerves with that. No, no, Shirley, that, that's too much. Now, unless you go into the school of theology and you studying to be a rabbi or a minister, yeah, we ain't got to do this every night now. Y'all need to get to know each other. Anyway, you walked into his house and it smelled like warm vanilla, and you thought, well, this is nice. But it looked like his wife still lived there, and he ain't changed a thing in 15 years. Got his and her signs over the master bed and in the master bathroom. Scented bath bombs, scented soaps, lotions, candles everywhere. He told you he'd been single for 15 years. So you ask him who the lavender peach and the pink pony. The pink pony's a strip club, I tell you. And Jennifer Breeze scented lotion. Okay, peony, I don't know what that is. And soaps belong to him. He said because he loves to smell good after a hot bath. Well, see right there, we got a whole nother problem. The bath. See these hot baths <laughs> with these smelling sauce and <laughs> lotions and all like you this. <laughs> you know, most <laughs> men I know, we shower people. Yes. 
These long, drawn-out baths now. If you gonna, next thing you're going to tell me, he got bubbles in it and he drinking wine, reading books. I am waiting. I have to tell you now. He done lit some candles, he got some bubbles, and he drinking wine and reading a book. Run, lady. But he said his wife got him hooked on them since years ago. That night we got ready for bed. He showered. He put on tons of juniper breeze lotion. We watched a movie. I slept in the guest room that night, but his scent lingered all in the back of the house. I ain't never dated a man smell better than me, so I've been distant from him the past week until I figure things out. I need your advice on this. Is this a red flag, or do you think it's something he might be willing to change? Now, I'm going to tell you, he could change this for you, but the red flag <laughs> is not the smell. The red flag is... Bible study every night. Oh. These his and hair signs over the master bed and in the life. master bathroom. His and her. Obviously, this stuff reminds him of his ex-wife. And as a further reminder, he puts on all these scents like she told him to. Yeah. Now, you, on the other hand, could get him to change scents. We can go from, let me go over the list again. You can go from uh, Juniper Breeze, mm-hmm. Pink Peony. Did you say Juniper you Breeze? You can go from Lavender, yeah. Yeah. and you can go from Peach. Now, you can get into Musk, Fruit. That's, musk is different. You can get some more, you know, dog <laughs> gray flannel. Musk is different. Fahrenheit. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, we can get him some manly stuff. But all these little happy frou-frou things he pulling, these are red flags. Now, so get your own sense. You got to get rid of all them plaques and stuff. Got Barbara wrote all over the bed and everything. Your name, Jaleesa. You know, you got to get rid of all this help. Uh, Next thing you need need to do is find out why they divorce. Because most men try to get rid of the signs of their ex. And for mm. him to be hanging on to it like that, you really need to find out why they got a divorce. Obviously, it wasn't something he wanted because he didn't kept too much of her around. So you need to find out if he didn't got past that or not. I don't think so. Kept everything the same. Now, you need to find out also for the last 15 years he's been divorced, who has he been seeing and why has nothing stuck in 15 years? If he do all this doggone Bible study, got this pretty a smile, you mean to tell me all the women that go to church and ain't nobody caught his attention yet? Something is wrong. Right. And I think it's got something to do with them damn baths. <laughs> <laughs> and the pink pony. It's still <laughs> damn baths, man. <laughs> Yeah, with all them names of them scents. He ain't had not one manly fragrance, you know. Yeah, I think everything fruit. here is a red flag. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Fab Roger, Old Spice. You know, that's Fabergé. stuff you look for. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you know, you want some some of them names, like Polo. You know, let, yeah. let you know he a man's man. Get yeah. a cold. <laughs> I got a part. <laughs> let me tell you something. I got a part in the steel wear Polo. Swear by <laughs> Yeah. Swear by it. this high net. He told me he he huh. found a six pack of polo at Costco. <laughs> I went what? <laughs> a six pack of polo. He lost his mind. 
<laughs> oh, that's what I think you should do. That's my suggestion. I don't think you should throw him away, but you need to uh, find out him. stuff like yeah. that. But he could be a good guy. But y'all Kill got him. to stop this Bible study every night. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> All right, listen. Hit us up on Instagram at uh, Steve Harvey <laughs> FM with your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. Please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up next, Sports Talk with Junior. You know what it is right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. It is that time for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Oh, Shirley, the Super Bowl is set. It oh, is it set. Is. It, it is. is set. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is the first time ever, uh, Tommy, in NFL history that the home team of the Tampa Bay yep. Buccaneers will be playing in their own stadium. That they never playing happened. in Tampa, dog. In Tampa, man. Wow. They playing in their own stadium, now, man. This is, why this is that pretty such big. a big deal? Why? Yeah. Why? Well, surely the never Super Bowl is always in different places, but it's never happened where – the the, the uh, one of the teams that's playing, it's actually in their city. So you know, Tampa is hosting yeah. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tampa is in the Super Bowl. This 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 don't happen all the time. This don't happen. I'm okay, right. clear. I have a football question. Yeah, <laughs> I have a football question. No idea what you're talking about. Who, yeah, I need a uh, junior, Steve, huh? Tommy. Who's the genius hey, that let Brady go? Who is who came uh-huh. up with? The, that who says, is another question. <laughs> Somebody should not be working in the week. <laughs> Somebody should be out of work come tomorrow morning. I'll tell you one thing, Bowl, Jay. Huh? Uh, I'm telling you, man, for this dude to be in the Super Bowl what? Yeah. after leaving the Patriots, who weren't, now the Patriots weren't in the Super Bowl last year. No, they weren't. Who, who was in the Super Bowl last year? Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs and the 49ers. And, Kansas City and the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. yeah. To get rid of Brady because you didn't make it to the Super Bowl and then your team don't make the playoffs <laughs> and the team you trade him to is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you something. It's a very nervous general manager right now up in Fox. Somewhere. <laughs> it really is. And this is Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl. Wow. Can I say this, though, Junior? Uh-huh. If Brady wins this, you're supposed to walk away now. Yeah, you you're supposed to leave on top. Leave on top. Okay, I see what you're saying. But there's no doubt in my mind he's the the, the greatest quarterback to ever play this game. There's when you no leave and go to another team and come back to the Super Bowl, oh my mm-hmm. God, you're the greatest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one other note though, this ain't got nothing to do with football. But Unc, I just want to ask Unc, has anybody wakened uh, Conor McGregor yet? Has anybody? <laughs> Is Boy. he up this Monday morning? Is he up? Boy. Did, Junior, did y'all was, see that? I, Junior, I tried to call you. I was like, man. okay, oh, I'm going to buy the fight. Junior, I was trying to buy the fight, and they said, you can't buy the fight, the fight over. I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's just, what happened. it yeah. just started. It out in the second round? <laughs> yeah. Second round, it was yeah. over. Yeah, man. Man, so, you know, it was a good weekend for sports. Kind of hurt me, too, man, because I like Conor McGregor. You like Conor? Right. That dude knocked that phoenix off his oh, chest. Man. The phoenix <laughs> left and was flying around, man. <laughs> 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 he said the phoenix was flying. <laughs> he, got, he got his ass whooped now. <laughs> All right, Junior, thank you. Coming up next, Comedy Roulette with J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Jay, help us out a little bit here. Here it is. Very Quickly. simple. 
We mm-hmm. take three subjects. We put those subjects on the wheel. We spun the wheel where it stopped. We make it funny. Do it. Set it right. up. Let's do Let's it. Go. <laughs> Things people say when their clothes don't fit anymore. Okay. Yeah. Things yeah. people say when their clothes don't fit anymore. Things people say when you bring up something they did wrong to you. Mm-hmm. And then things people say when they've been to a bad house party. Okay, okay. you got it? Okay, right. now spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Give me the house party. You want the house party? I do the house party by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, tell me. Aw, I thought it was going to be that one. All right, things people say when you bring up something they did wrong to you. Okay? Thanks. Got it, guys? Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Things right, people say, go. okay, we still talking about that? Man, that happened in the third damn grade. Can't you let that go? You are 68 years old now. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Things people say when you bring up something they did wrong to you. Okay, first off, it wasn't a lot of money. Okay? First off. <laughs> It was only $100, okay? God, dog, man. Tell everybody. <laughs> Things people say when they uh, bring up something that uh, they did wrong to you. Hey, hey, dog. Okay, I ain't know that was your mama. I thought that was your sister. I thought that was your sister, dog. Okay? That's a big difference. I didn't know it was your mama. I thought it was your sister. Okay? I'm just... I'm just... <laughs> All right, Steve. Things people say when you bring up something they did wrong to you. Things people say when you bring up something that they did wrong to you. Uh huh. Okay, man. Bet I don't ask you for nothing else. (laughs) That's exactly what they say. Yep. Last Uh time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my last time borrowing from you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking you on my borrow list. How about that? All right. Things people say when you bring up something that they did to you. I just forgot my damn answer. I swear to God, I forgot my damn answer. Oh, this is in real time. I'm in real time. I help you out, Jay. These people say when you bring up something they did wrong to you. Look, man, I know I wrecked your car, but damn, I couldn't see. Hell, it was an accident. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. Come on back. Come on, Jay. Things people say when you do bring up something that they did to you. Yeah. It ain't like you ain't got no money. I mean, damn. <laughs> Things people say <laughs> when you bring up something that they did wrong to you. You. Uh-huh. Hey, man, look, dog. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we can't work none of this out. I'm just saying, dog. Every time I talk to you, every time I talk to you, it's always about this hill. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's about this hill, dog. Dog, it's always about this hill, dog. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Things Thanks. people say mm-hmm. when you bring up something that they did wrong to you. Uh-huh. Damn, man. You you going to keep talking about that when you got another eye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? You know what this time what? I put your eye out. Every time I see you, you got to bring her, I put your hey. eye out. You got to know, damn. 
Here you come, winking at me, winking at me, trying to make yeah. me feel bad. Get a patch. <laughs> All right, we have time for one more. One more. That's it. That's it. Let me hear. All right. Let me hear. Yeah, let me hear. Uh, hey, hey, dog. Okay. Yeah. She, she, okay. She pregnant from me, but she married to you. I mean, but you got to go on and work this out, though, dog. You got to. You, you, come on, dog. Come on, dog. You Whoa. need to do the right thing. You need to do the right thing, man. Do the right <laughs> thing, though, man. Come on. All right. That's Comedy Roulette. Uh, uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after the hour. <laughs> Good one, guys. Back ain't after you supposed this. to be a Christian? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's Tell Me Something Good segment, uh, Poet Amanda Gorman, uh, I hesitate to say that name because Junior gets a little mm. tight because she's uh, a poet laureate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's oh, our great. personal poet laureate. Yes. So yeah. anyway, Amanda Gorman's books are on top of the Amazon sales wow. charts. Of course, after her powerful performance at last One week's inauguration. Poem. Yeah. One poem. <laughs> I haven't done a hundred poems. I'm, I'm with you, Junior, on this. She Man, wrote okay. one poem. See, and that's, one poem. that's why I didn't want to bring it up. See, oh, just right. That's why. Being in the spotlight led to both of her books, The Hill We Climb, Poems, and Change Sings, a children's anthem, to surge to the top of the best-selling list. Something right. I'm, Amanda tweeted, I am on the floor. My books are number one and two on Amazon. Thank you so much one to everyone. For supporting me and my words. I'm with you on this, huh. Junior. So, no, 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 okay. no, no. No, it wasn't what? one damn poem. It was one great poem. <laughs> are you saying Junior's never written a great poem? Is that what you're saying? You That's never had saying, a great Jay. poem? I'm he, saying your ass, if I was up there. Junior ass, or Tommy, or me ain't wrote a oh, poem. Oh, no. I got a co- I can po- I can spit poetry. If I was up there, I'd yeah, Man, all y'all shut up. <laughs> Wow, uh, I can't believe wow. let like y'all that. talk at no damn aug- inauguration. You must be out your <laughs> rabbit ass mind. You can't even say it, though. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, <laughs> right oh, after like this. The end. Oh. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's that time again. Please introduce your good, good friend, J. Anthony Brown. Let's look into his mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. the dark, demented, and troubled mind Brilliant. of a bitter, Brilliant. broken up, <laughs> love starved man. Love starved. Brilliant. All right, all right. Yeah. Here we go. I have some questions that will let you know if you should receive black card. We got points that go with it. Here we go. First question Have you ever eaten rice or gravy, rice and sugar? Butter and rice, give yourself five points. Yeah, okay. I'm on. Mm-hmm. I did that. I did that. I did that. <laughs> Have I you did. ever played the game That's 15. My Car? I've done all of them. Have you ever played the game That's My Car and you didn't have a car? Give yeah. yourself oh, yeah. three points. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or if yes. you got to fight, give yourself Duh. five points. Is there anyone white that you'd like to have sex with? Take away two points. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, bad. yeah. Hold on. Let me take my two points away. Here we go. All right. Have you ever fixed anything with a knife, fork, or a spoon? Give yourself six points. Put that down. Oh, I'm back up. Yeah, I'm back, back up. up. All right. All right. Here we go. Have you ever put something in front of the oven to dry? 
four points. Give yourself Hell four yeah. points for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Have you ever washed your face with a dishcloth? Give yourself two points for that one right there, all right? I got that. I done done that. Done That's done all my grandma had. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to All the bath towels was really dish towels, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, you're right. Have you ever made fun of somebody shouting in church? Give yourself three points, okay? Oh, yeah. right. okay no. Went to church for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did a whole oh, not for the word. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. dog, my, right my comedy career started as a 10-year-old at church. <laughs> have, have you ever had a sandwich inside the wrapper that it came in. Have you ever had that? Mm-hmm. Meaning, Whoa, yes, wait yes, a minute. yes. Let me think about that now. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Have you ever made a sandwich with just the end pieces of bread? Give yourself four points. That's old. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last question, last question. Have you ever eaten a piece of candy that an old person pulled out of their bra and you <laughs> ate it anyway? If you have not done yeah. anything... <laughs> I was younger and didn't know well, but I did do that. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. And yeah, go ahead. You're going to say it? The last break of the day, and I have a quote to take with you. Here we go. Mm. Okay. If you are a man and you weigh 350 pounds, you have no reason walking a dog that weighs one pound, okay? Stop it. Stop it. You're making us I love bad, it, Jay. Okay? I love it. Okay. And coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, we'll, Steve Harvey will be right here. This don't weigh out. It don't weigh out. It don't weigh out at all. Giving us some closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day on this Monday. Brand new week. Brand new full week of work for and the brand Shirley, new president. Mm-hmm. You know what? I want to talk about this with y'all, too, because you said something at the top of the show that really I don't know if people. Mm-hmm. You know what, man? Since Trump has been out of office, mm-hmm. I think for us, it has given us a break from having to run home and cut the TV wow. on to see what he done said. We yeah. ain't had to deal with no ignorant tweets. It has been a relief. And then it it's like, it's right. a relief to know that somebody is trying to formulate a plan mm-hmm. to get this COVID thing under control and really going forward and talk about it. And it really exposed how the Trump administration had done nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But 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 you know what? Yeah. You know what, Uncle Steve, I, I I I'm with you on that. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'd be wondering like, what is he doing? You is do? he doing something? I in do. my mind I start wondering, like, what is he doing? Is he kind of conjure up something? I'm with, you know, you know what? I, that, I, people I, say you know what? Is. I've been I'm over here, Jay, I'm over here like, I'm worried because I ain't heard from him. Right. And I'm with you. A person that evil don't stop. They just yes. don't. They well, don't people stop. are saying He's that something's something, going to happen. Right? Yeah. What are you doing? That. You're doing something. But I refuse to let my mind go there because it's yeah. been on him so much 24-7 for yeah. the last, what, four years now? Right. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm done. Well, good you know what? He has, a, he has a platform. Mm-hmm. He, he has a platform. He has Hannity on Fox, and mm-hmm. he has Rush Limbaugh on the radio. Oh, so yeah. he has a way 
to get when he comes up with a plan and he talk with his boys. Like he gave um he gave Rush Limbaugh the Congressional Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. For what? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. what? What? What has the he medal done? Of medal, medal of freedom. freedom. Medal President, of freedom. President, whatever it is, either yeah. presidential medal of freedom. What? Why he getting any chain put around his neck? Right. Just anything. <laughs> why, why is he honored? Right. Yeah. I mean, for what? <laughs> Dog. What? What has he done to help mankind, people? Mm. What has he done to save what, man? I know. What? But still, I'll say the funniest I just, thing. You know, I, I, but, but, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I can't get these out of my mind, these Bernie Sanders memes. Oh, my They're God. Everywhere. Bernie been been everywhere. They used them on my Bernie. show. <laughs> Man. Man. They're Bernie everywhere. Like, They're so they funny. Had, you know, Bernie Sanders. Bernie, go ahead. They had Bernie Sanders in a, in a funny. baptismal uh, pool. I, I was through. They had him in that yeah, baptismal pool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I was through. <laughs> But they said Bernie said. No, the said, one with Cre- uh, Conor McGregor, the one where he's choking out Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie said they're really funny. You know, he has a great sense of humor, but they're going to get uh, T-shirts and uh, sweatshirts printed out, and then they're going to give that money to Meals on Wheels to help uh, o- older uh, citizens, yeah, who can't well, get meals. Well, he better meals, hurry so. up and get it printed up. <laughs> yeah, I think they have some already. Um, but, yeah, it's just been funny. For those mittens. Yeah, uh, did you see the one with OJ in court? Remember, he had the gloves yeah. on. If it, no, if it I didn't put the mittens on OJ's They put the mittens on OJ's hands. The one with Janet Jackson. Have you seen that one? <laughs> yes, <behind>? yes, yes. <laughs> on the cover of her album oh. when she had, yeah, the Wait, guy's sh- hands covering her breasts. Did the y'all see the one? <laughs> did y'all see where they had the mittens? Remember the scene in Ghost when they had the clay pottery? Yes. Yeah. They put Moore, Bernie's Jimmy mittens Moore. in <laughs> They put Bernie's mittens in there. Yeah, they've been having so much fun with Bernie yeah. in that. Oh. <laughs> He's got a good so sense of humor, fun. though. He really Yeah, does. I'm glad he does. But, you know, like you were saying, Steve, at least now we have some hope. Yes. You know about the got, future and, plan, and everything. Got plan, yeah, we got right. a plan. But, but, you, yeah, but let me ask you this: forward. I, I, I thought I, I was feeling like okay, I'm at a point now. I don't have to wake up every morning and watch the news. Mm-hmm. But there's something in me that still feel like I still need to watch the news. Like it ain't over. Like it's something gonna happen. Oh, I'm still at that mode right now. Like I, well, I you, still feel yeah. like I got to get up and watch the news because something. Yeah. It, it yeah, ain't. You, I feel like it's not I mean, old. You know, look, man. I watch the news. Yeah, you gotta watch. Mm-hmm. You know, news. I watch the news, but I don't care. You know, look, mm-hmm. man. Donald Trump, he had such a weight over the news and mm-hmm. fake right. news and right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, man. Unless he said it ain't real, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Fox is this, and he tweeting. I'm just glad that you know what. I'm just glad that it's some decency in the White House. Yes, you know, yes. just somebody, man, who's not an embarrassment to us. Look, man. Look. This this guy Joe Biden can't fix America. I got no, that. I'm not naive, no. man. Especially not. He in can't four fix years. America. Mm-hmm. He's not going to stop white supremacists from being white supremacists. He's not going to mm-hmm. stop Trumpism from being what it is. He's going to make some headway, mm-hmm. but at least the rhetoric coming from the top won't be as divisive. 
it's going to take a lot to get this country unified because mm-hmm. it's just some hateful ass people that ain't finna do it no matter what. And I'm not mm-hmm. naive enough to think that they are because they're not. Hate right. will be with us always. Racism will always, we'll never eradicate racism. This ain't heaven. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Amen, brother. This Amen. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Come on, man. This is this is Earth partner. Yeah, we're still we're still in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, man. but you I like, know, yeah. I like it. I, I like hope, it. I just hope that as as black Same people, head. we stay aware of the power that we have for the vote and not get complacent. Good that point. When these elections come up. Let's get I don't, involved and let's stay But we should right. never not vote again. We should never mm-hmm. never right. be yeah. in a position where we don't think mm-hmm. we should not be voting. Ever. Right. That's right. Steve? Well, y'all have a good one. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Stay well. Now, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 